Welcome back, sporting fans, to another spectacular episode of the Paint the Wall podcast. I, as every week, am your host, Steve, and I am joined this week by a man who once spoke before Congress about the importance of saran wrap, but you all know him as Logan. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I love the turtles as much as the next guy, but saran wrap is important. Like, it's on YouTube. If you need to know why, go find out. So you spoke in front of Congress for pro saran wrap. Correct. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. I knew yeah. it had to do with turtles, but I just assumed it was, you know, the opposite of that. Like, oh, we got to get rid of it. It's bad for turtles. Nope. nope. Interesting. There's other ways we can save the turtles. Well, that's a good point. Cut up your uh, your plastics, ladies and gentlemen, before you throw them away, please. Yeah. Uh, or you could recycle them, but recycling is a myth anyway, so don't waste your time. <laughs> that it is. And if you live in an area that doesn't let you recycle, it's even doubly a myth. Exactly. No, I used to pay for recycling at my old place, and many times I watched the garbage man come, dump the garbage in the trunk, and then pick up my recycling, dump it in the same exact truck, and then drive away. Yep, exactly. I paid $27 a month for that. Yep, paid a little extra for it. It's dumb. So, well, anyway. We have two games to talk about this week. We do. One of which won't take us that long. That's a good point. For a lot of reasons. Yep. One being we got our ass kicked. Yep. And two being you and I didn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Or didn't watch it live, at least. Right, right. I Um, did go back and watch it. Yeah, I I did too, but. but, well... Yeah, I watched. I didn't want to watch the entire game because I knew right. we did watch, or we were at the Rapids game that we had mentioned last week, yep. uh, Rapids mm-hmm. in Seattle. Uh, we were at that yep. game during the Nashville game. Right. So I did watch the end of the first half on my phone while we were waiting for the Rapids mm-hmm. game to start. Then I was just kind of yep. checking updates, and yeah, it hit 3 nothing, and I was like, I'm not watching this full game. <laughs> <laughs> so I yep. watched the highlights, got the stuff exactly. I needed got out of there as quickly as I could. <laughs> that yeah, game yeah. sucked. It wasn't great, no. Um, I, I guess in hindsight, it went exactly as we should have expected it to go. Yeah, probably. Um, we did lead in possession, though, which I think is weird, and shot attempts. Well, but I think Nashville is one of those teams where they they strive in, or they excel in two areas, that set pieces and counters. Um, which is exactly how two of the goals were scored was on set pieces, and then one was um, not quite a counter, but it was in a decent buildup of play, poor clearance, and then Mukhtar does what Mukhtar does best. True. Um, They did show, I saw the first goal uh, live while I was watching it, they showed a stat that Mm -hmm. said we had only given up three goals on corner kicks um, which was the second best in the MLS. Could have even been the best. I don't exactly remember. Um, yeah. They showed that right before a Nashville mm-hmm. corner kick, and I immediately turned to my wife and said, oh, good, they jinxed us. Um, mm-hmm. And then they proceeded to not score on that corner kick. Um, yeah. But then 12 seconds later got another corner kick and scored on that one. So Yeah. Yeah. I was like, For well, sure. I told you. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. I don't have a whole yep. lot to talk about with this game again for a lot of reasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I just thought we looked poor overall. Yeah. Not a whole lot of fight. We looked really bad on corners and set pieces. Mm-hmm. Defense played like 
horrible, played like they usually do, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We deserve to lose that game. Yeah. No, I agree. We we in no way deserve to win that game, right? Despite it's one of those where like the you know, we, we owned possession, we owned shots, um, but they were not good quality shots. Like even the shots on goal were not good quality shots. Um, we just weren't making quality opportunities and at the end of the day it didn't it it, it showed. I mean the, the scoreline reflects that. Uh, we played terrible defensively. We were porous. Um, and honestly, it's another one of those games where we're lucky it wasn't 7-0. It was just really, really bad. Agreed. Yeah. So that's all I have to say. Awesome. Well, I'm good with moving on to the second game if you are. <laughs> Perfect. I have a Let's lot more it. to talk about with the second game. <laughs> um, I assume Same. you probably do too. So, yeah. Um, good. Let's just put that Nashville one behind us. Hopefully it won't end up haunting us, um, yep. but we'll Done. see. Uh, yep. Second game of the week, we played Houston mm-hmm. at home, got a 2-1 to one win. This one was interesting, uh, right from the rip, because it was a different lineup than we've had recently mm-hmm. um, due to various injuries and whatnot, no Polito. Um, right. So we did not see Polito up front. Um, we mm-hmm. also did not see Shallowy. Uh, Correct. At least not as a starter, that is. so Right. He, uh, he did come in as a sub. Right. Uh, opening thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those gutsy wins that you need in the season. Um, games aren't always going to go your way. And there's sometimes where you just have to really claw back a win. And we did that. Um, you know, we, we scored well against the run of play down a man, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, we scored what eventually proved to be the winning goal. Um, it could have been very easy to go one nil down a man, park the bus. We concede the goal, and we're looking at one point instead of three. But instead, the team kept kept pushing. We got the second goal that ended up being the winner, and uh, it was good. I mean, we played def- you know we played strong defensively when we needed to. Um, you know, we pushed when we needed to. We we really did well. So. I thought it was it was not our best performance. It, we didn't look great, but we did what we needed to do to get the win. Sometimes that's all you can ask for. Agreed. And uh, for us to be able to come out and get that second goal after the red card, like you said, yeah, that speaks a lot to us, to our fight that we still have, that you can still see. Um, mm-hmm. You could really see it after the game once they blew the final whistle and everybody was real excited and real fired up about getting another win. It seems like at least mentally they're not out of it and they still want to keep fighting and try to make playoffs. Yeah. So uh, it was nice. Um, We also did see Kyrie in the starting lineup. He played the entire game. Um, He did. He didn't mess anything up. He didn't really do anything, but at least he didn't do anything bad, I guess. Right. You know, I personally would rather see Janice there. Mm-hmm. Um, if we need Agreed. to have a right wing sub like we did, I'd rather see yeah. Janice because he has looked a lot better recently, even though he hasn't yep. scored. Um, yeah, but but you uh, you know also uh, hasn't scored Kyrie, Kyrie. Yeah, but I've... the Shelton thing is it is what it is. I don't think it's never going to change. I presume <laughs> yeah, he'll be with us next year doing the same thing, collecting a paycheck to not do anything. Yeah, um, probably. I I don't know I I pretty much given up on understanding how this is still a thing, um, but it is yeah. so. Yep. But at least he didn't mess anything up this game, I guess. 
That is true. So he did. Appreciate that, Kyrie. Well, do you want to talk about somebody who did be, did do bad though? Yeah, I guess we might as well. Yeah. So, 39th minute, uh my thoughts have changed on this a little bit. Uh basically a very hard tackle. It was an aggressive tackle. Uh in the moment it didn't look like a like a red card or a foul. Um but after a little bit, VAR called the referee to come look at it. The referee determined it was worthy of a red card. Um, Johnny was sent off in the 39th minute. Very much to his displeasure. He uh, very much expressed his frustration after the game. Uh, surely he'll be facing some fines for that. Um, but I don't know. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it because uh, in the moment, I mean, you and I were both very upset with the red card. We, I mean, I think you and I were on the same page that it wasn't a foul, let alone a red card. Um, but what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, I guess it's a foul. I guess. Um, it was a aggressive tackle. Um, I'm mm-hmm. using that word specifically. Specifically right. using the word aggressive. Um, it was an aggressive tackle. So I guess mm-hmm. give it a foul. In yeah. fact, I'm okay if you even yellow card that. Because again, mm-hmm. it was aggressive. But what it was not, and again, I picked the word aggressive specifically because I did not pick the word malicious which is why he yeah. got the red card. It was not a malicious tackle. It was not a red card, yeah. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I think. I, I, I agree with Johnny's assessment also. Um, I do have a quote from him from, this, from the, his post-game interview. Love it. He said, I've never in my entire career went out to injure a player, and for Penso to come and tell me that it's malicious and I'm endangering players I think is an absolute joke, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I agree with him. That's the reason that he was given is that it was malicious. I don't think it was malicious. I think it was aggressive, um, which is not against the rules. If you want to call it a foul, okay. If you want to give it a yellow card, okay. But it was an aggressive tackle. He got the ball. His foot came off the ball, which led him to hit the player. Yeah. So that's my thoughts. I completely agree. Um I completely agree. It is a hard foul. Uh, it is very aggressive. Um, I it was not malicious. Uh, Johnny had absolutely no intent to do that. Um, he was going after the ball. It was a it was a guy was crashing down. He had momentum, and Johnny had to stop him. And he did exactly what he needed to do. He went through the ball to get to the guy. Um, the big argument that I heard from you know a few of the the channels that I follow that look at this stuff. Um, the, the two main comments I heard were, yeah, he went through the ball, but it was the heel of his foot. Um, and then the other comment is that it was studs exposed. Um, at the end of the day, yes, the studs were up. It, that is the bit that I think makes it a yellow card. Um, it was a, a reckless tackle. I agree with that. Um, maybe not reckless. It was a hard tackle. It was, it was aggressive. Um, the studs up makes it a yellow. I agree with that. But the fact that he went through the ball to hit the guy, that is, that that makes it a, a an okay play. Like I honestly, I don't think it's a foul at all. But if you're gonna make it a foul and give him a yell, that's fine. It is not malicious. Johnny had absolutely no intent of doing that. Um, my last comment there is, it's soccer. You're gonna take some cleats to the shins. That's just part of soccer. Agreed. So that those are my thoughts. I am uh, happy to hear that those are your thoughts. I was worried you were going to say that you had changed your mind and you believe it was a red card. 
And now and I was, I, I, I was going to have a heart. Like, we don't always agree on stuff, but that was definitely going to be one where I was like, really? I did not yeah. think. Because uh, I, I even had mentioned in the moment when we were watching the game, I guess if you want to say his studs were up from the get-go and his studs didn't didn't go up because he hit the ball, then yeah, I guess you mm-hmm. could make an argument for that. But that wasn't the argument that they made. Right. So it, I don't know. I just thought it was, I just thought it was bad. I don't like it. Yep, it was a bad call. Um, I completely agree. Uh, we're lucky that it didn't cost us two points because um, Houston, as much as it wasn't mathematically uh, a must win, it was a must win. Yep. So we had to get three points from there. Yep. So. I agree. Um, I wasn't super happy with the officiating altogether with this game. Um, yeah. We did also have a uh, Peter managed to get himself a yellow card. <laughs> he did. Um, did you have thoughts on that? Um, I mean, it's Peter. Peter likes to likes to run his mouth. He uh, often gets himself uh, in lots of heated conversations with the ref. A yellow card is not a strange thing to him to get. He gets them from time to time. So um, obviously he said something that irks the ire of the um, of the referee. It's stupid, but it is what it is. So I have a little bit more on that if you are okay. interested. I would love to hear because I heard nothing about it. Um, I do have Peter's postgame uh, response. Oh, perfect. Courtesy of Daniel Sperry, a uh, friend of the show. Thanks, Dane. Um which is also, I forgot to give credit, but that's also where I got uh, Johnny's quote. Ah, right. Um, right both from right. Daniel Sperry. He does a great job of tweeting out stuff from the post game. Absolutely. Um, this one's a little bit longer, if you'll humor me. Sure. Go for it. All right, cool. <clears throat> uh, Peter on his yellow card. I can expand on it because I was told about 10 minutes into the game that I have too much emotion in the game. Now, I've never been told that by anybody in my life, and I'm here to tell you that I will continue with the kind of emotion that I have. This is what I do. I have passion for what I do, and I will not change that. To be told this is absolutely ridiculous. That's what sports are. If those guys can figure that out, they're in the wrong business because I know what business I'm in. I'm in the right business. I have passion for what I do. I love what I do. I'm not disrespectful. I don't call anybody names or anything like that. Do I yell? Absolutely. I love the fact that he said absolutely. I just love that. Anyway, <laughs> that is that is great. Uh, I will continue to do that. And the majority of the time, I'm yelling at my team. I'm yelling at my players. I'm trying to push them as much as I can within the confines of the game. I don't talk to players on other teams. I don't talk to staff. I don't do that. I may talk to a staff member, but if I'm talking to them and I engage, it's because we get along and we're having a little bit of fun on the sideline. I have no idea why I got it, but I bet you it's because I had too much emotion. And by the way, that doesn't exist in the seven cautionable offenses. (laughs) So apparently he was told early in the game by the fourth official that he has too much emotion. Wow. Which is a strange thing to tell a professional in any field, honestly, right. if you're a professional in anything and you tell them I have too much emotion, of course I do. That's why I'm the, at the top of my game is because I have so much yeah. passion. Not even just sports, exactly. you know. Mm-hmm. But then you factor it like sports and the competitive nature, and you tell a coach or a player or something like that you have too much emotion. What? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't. So I, he did not elaborate on what exactly he said, um, 
But from everything I saw on Twitter, nobody elaborated on what exactly he said. It was just mm-hmm. that he has too much emotion and that he was yelling, and so they gave him a yeah. yellow card for it. Listen, there there is exactly one thing that any staff personnel um, is allowed to receive a yellow card for, especially at that level, uh, and that's being abusive to a referee. Um, anything short of that, suck it up and eat it. You're a referee in a professional sports league where guys are getting paid millions of dollars to do this and to be good at it, and they're passionate. Um, if you can't take a little shouting, get off the field. Right. So to hear that, like the fact that it wasn't anything abusive, which is my, was my assumption, is that he said something that was over the line. Anything short of that, completely unacceptable. I agree. Me. Plus, even what made it even more confusing is you and I, a, a buddy of ours, text me right after the card because we didn't quite catch mm-hmm. it until I've seen it now on replay several times. Yeah. Right after he got the cards, the first word out of first words out of his mouth was "f an asshole." <laughs> but he didn't get in yeah. trouble for that. So I'm like, what could he possibly have said that was worse than that? Also, he didn't say effing. I'm just, I'm trying to keep right. it a just, little bit PG in just our to thing. Clarify. But like, he he said effing asshole. Didn't get in trouble for that, but he got a card mm-hmm. for whatever he said before then. Yeah. So it's like, wh- what could he possibly have said that would make him, that would make I him don't. do that? You know, that really makes no sense to me, considering that it was not a specific statement. Um, cause I assume that if it was a specific statement, Peter would have come back and said, yeah, no, I said something I shouldn't have. Right. Um, but the fact that he's talking about all that tells me it was not a specific statement and that is ridiculous. And whatever that referee's name is, I can't remember now. Um, no idea. that is ridiculous. You have to suck it up. You need to take that yelling and get over it. Yep. Like, obviously there's a point where you're like enough, you need to calm down. Um, but no ridiculous hate it yeah me too i mean Ugh. anyway that's pretty much all i have on this oh except for agata scored agata scored so i was really happy to Good see uh, agata get a goal and he ran he tried yeah. that boy <laughs> tried to chase down peter and give him another little smooch but peter <laughs> saw him coming and bolted he wasn't yeah, there when he, he got over there so he darted um yeah, and it is funny. I mean, I, I know you and I were talking before the game, well, during the game, whenever he put one into um, Cass County, that yeah. uh, he <laughs> um, – it, it is unfortunate because it really looks like we've got – like the last we, – we, obviously the season's been really hard to tell which was the outlier. Was it last season or this season? Mm-hmm. Um, it does unfortunately seem that last season was the outlier, not this year. Um, but he sure is trying to make the case that it wasn't because uh, he put it in the back of the net. True, it and, was and like it was right after goal. you said that that he buried one. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, and it was a good goal. Like, I mean, obviously, like the ball fell to him, and he was, you know, right place, right time. Sure. But it's still hard. Like, you still got to put it in. Like, there's still a lot there. That, so and we pay goal. him to be in the right place at the right time, and he was. So that's it's one right. of those like, yep. that's mm-hmm. that's your goal. That's what that's what you're yeah. paid to do is to exactly. be there and for mm-hmm. those exact plays so exactly um i am just now really noticing because i didn't really look it up earlier uh the stats of this game we got dominated uh our possession they had 67.8 possession and we had 32.2 that's crazy they had the ball that's... most of the game but we still managed to win which makes sense because we were down a man but yeah 
They also had more yeah, shots they, on they target. Did. They had more corners. They had less yellows. Uh, they had less saves. Yep. But yeah, it was definitely um, off the run of form for sure. Yep. But who cares? Wins a win. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's take it. <laughs> All right. Well, hit me with your MVP from the week. Um. So I had a hard time finding an MVP because. Uh, game one, we really didn't uh, have anybody who stood out as good. Uh, game two, we kind of have a couple players, so like nobody really excelled. Um, but I'm going to give it to Eric Tommy. Uh, Eric Tommy has been in really good form lately. Um, he's not finding the back of the net quite as much as I think either one of us would like, but he is making lots of plays. Uh, he's looking dangerous on set pieces. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Offense is just really cooking whenever he's got got the ball. So, uh, Eric Tommy's mine. Nice. Um, I agree. I also kind of had trouble with it, sort of, really, just because the first game was so bad and nobody really stood out. Second game was more of us trying to have our backs pinned against the wall and not give up a win. Um, but I had to go give it to Eric Tommy. You know, he's just been. <laughs> Uh, he's just been great uh, overall. Everything you said is exactly what I typed. Um, and even yeah. in the Nashville game, he was a bit of a workhorse. And mm-hmm. um, You're right. He continues to provide a lot of valuable challenges and work in every game. And even though he's not scoring, he's involved in everything. And I think he's a big mm-hmm. reason why we're getting the goals we are getting. So, yeah. Same. Eric Tommy gets mine. Love it. So who's your MVP? My end of VP um, goes to our back four. Uh, I mean, honestly, like there was a lot of bads to take away from this week, uh, but I think the back four has to take it. The back four is just—it's been a problem we've had all season. Um, if we don't make the playoffs, it's going to be, you know, because of that back that defense. Um, and if we do manage to squeak in the playoffs, we're going to get knocked out of the playoffs because of that back four. Um, they're just so porous. They seem to lose their heads at the worst times, um, which is really frustrating because we go through games where they look stout, they look great, and then we go through games where uh, they look terrible. Um, honestly, it largely falls on the back, the center backs. Uh, you know, our, our wing backs are, are better, uh, but our center backs are really our big issue. Um, three goals that, honestly, any of them should have had a play in, uh, you know, the two set pieces men that just went completely unmarked. Uh, and then the rebound, I don't remember who had the poor clearance on the, on the second goal. Um, but defense just has to be better. I would agree with that. Uh, my MVP was going to be the back four. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then I thought about it a little more, and I narrowed it down to just the center backs. Okay. And really my reasoning for that is because we praise Jake Davis a lot. We do. He makes a lot of really good plays. Mm -hmm. Um, So does Logan Adembe slash uh, Tim Leibold when he was playing at the beginning of the season. So if we're talking season-wide, I've been pretty happy with our wingbacks. That's They've fair. been playing pretty well. Um, yeah. Logan and Dembe's name does not get said a lot, um, which when you're a defender, mm-hmm. that's probably a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So I narrowed it down to just our center backs. I think that's been our big problem, continues to be our yeah. big problem. 
a lot of the balls okay. that get played through and that end up goals, it's a miss by the center backs or it's a bad play by Danny Rosero or it's Fontas not being mm-hmm. fast enough to keep up or, you know, mm-hmm. insert thing that we've said a million times here. Right. Um, that's fair. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Um with my MVP, okay. kind of the MVP for the season so far, really, is just our center back yeah. pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, they did redeem themselves a little bit against Houston. Um, they had to because yeah. they had to step up because we were down a man. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, they're still the worst part yeah. of our team. So, Yeah, no, I agree. That's mine. All right. I love it. All right, well, before I turn it over to you, as always, I just want to remind people, Twitter, PTW underscore pod, on Facebook, Paint the Wall Podcast, as well as Gmail, Paint the Wall Podcast, at gmail.com. All of these are ways that you can get a hold of us and let us know what you think. Also, uh, hit us with a rating on Spotify, if you don't mind. We would greatly appreciate it. Yep. Now, Logan, go ahead and take us around the league with your best of the rest. Yes, sir. Um, so starting off, we had uh, kind of the big highlights. We had Charlotte and Philadelphia playing to a 2-2 draw there. That uh, We had NYCFC hosting Orlando. Um, uh, NYC taking the win 2-0 there. Uh, Houston and Vancouver. Houston getting the beat down there 4-1. Um, St. Louis and LAFC playing to a 0-0 draw. Um, a very exciting 0-0 draw, which is hard to say, but there was lots of good opportunities. Just nothing could find the back of the net. Uh, Dallas and RSL. Dallas getting the win 3-1 to one there. And then Portland-San Jose played to a, a very nice 2-1 win there for Portland. Uh, moving on to Saturday, uh, we had Atlanta hosting Montreal. Atlanta getting the win 4-1. to one. Cincinnati and Charlotte. Um, looks like at Charlotte. Cincinnati getting the win 3-0 to nil there. Uh, NYCFC, or sorry, wrong at New York. Uh, New York Red Bulls. Uh, going on the road, traveling to DC United, New York getting the win five to three there. Uh, quite a few goals. Uh, Chicago and New England playing to a two-two draw. Uh, Minnesota and United, Minnesota, sorry, St. Louis and Minnesota United. St. Louis getting the win two to one there, uh, and securing the most wins for a expansion team in MLS history in their uh, inaugural season. So also helping us out while they do it. Exactly. Not hard to come there. Um, uh, so congratulations, St. Louis, for them, for that uh, prestigious record. Uh, Portland, Colorado. Portland taking the win 3-2 to two there, uh, proving that maybe the head coach was the problem the whole time? Question mark? Question mark. And then on Sunday, uh, we had a pretty exciting match. LA Galaxy uh, going on the road to Austin, uh, playing to a 3-3 draw there, uh, which... Uh, if you can find it, uh, I, I saw it on Facebook, uh, but there was a stoppage in this game. Uh, they had stopped for a weather delay for Lightning that was terrifyingly close to the stadium. Um, there's a photo of, I think it was a security camera still shot, and it was like Lightning that was strike, and it looked like it was striking in the parking lot. It was terrifying. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. What a good week. You know, it was. Uh, all right. Speaking of good, seamless transition. Hit me with your good from this week as we spill into good, bad, and ugly. Yep. My good uh, is slightly twofold, but slightly not. Um, the first bit is LA Galaxy, Minnesota United. Um, they played to a 4 3 win for LA Galaxy. 
That was a thriller of a match. It was lots of goals, very exciting, uh, good, good game, fun to watch. Um, and the other part of that good is that Minnesota has dropped both of their games from this week, uh, including the week before whenever they dropped the game to us, uh, giving them loss um, or giving them three straight losses. Uh, they are now down to 11th seed, uh, one point below us. Obviously, still a game in hand, but very, uh, very exciting to see that. That was incredibly helpful for us. Yeah, it was. So that's my good. Awesome. My good is very simply Willie Agata getting a goal. I just think it's a big goal because he hasn't scored since his injury, I don't think. Um, So, but even if he has, whatever, um, it's nice to see him score. Also, it was a big goal. We really needed it. Down a man. Nice to see him step up. I'm giving it to Willie Gata. Okay. What a guy. Fair enough. I love it. Hit me with your bad. My bad. Um, There's a a lot that I could have pulled from this week. There's a lot of ugly results. Um, but my bad, it goes to Chicago. Uh, Chicago has had real poor run of form lately, especially considering where they started the season. Um, they started the season in hosting uh, first-round playoff game territory. Um, they have since dropped to 12th in the East. Um, they are, I mean, three points out of the playoff race. Uh, they've lost quite a lot of games down in the stretch, including a, a 3-0 loss to Columbus, a uh, real beat down there. So they get my bad for the week. All right. I'll take it. Okay, what about you, My sir? bad is one that we've talked about previously, but just looking at the standings and everything, it's currently staring us directly in the face. And that is the schedulers for letting us get so far ahead of everybody. Yeah. Because we are one point away from the playoff line and a mm-hmm. team that has two more games left to play than us and there ain't yeah. nothing we can do about it. Correct. So it's just like I was looking at it, and I'm like, wow, this is glaringly. We are one point out of the playoffs. This team has two get more games to play than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a team in seventh in Vancouver that also has two more games to play than us. They're only three points ahead of us. So mm-hmm. half of the teams that we are actively really closely pursuing have two more games to play than us, and that just feels like an unfair advantage at this point. It really does. I don't understand why they would schedule it that way and not make it so Mm -hmm. that by this time for sure we're all caught up. Maybe there's one game here and there, you know, because like, oh, you don't play on a Wednesday, but we do, and then we play, Mm -hmm. whatever. But the fact that we're two games out and we only have three games left, that sucks. It really does. And it's, I know that a lot of people, like, I've heard comments from people saying, like, oh, well, you played a lot of games in the beginning, so it all offsets. Like, everybody plays the same amount of games in the end. So I'm like, but that's not how it works. The problem is, is that games are more heavily weighted at the end of the season. Beginning of the season, you're not in great form. And so you're being forced to play when you're at your worst the most games. And so at the end of the season, whenever we are coming into form, we now no longer we, you know, we have fewer games to play, we have t- fewer chances to make up. Um, it's just ridiculous. The scheduling was so bad this year; it hurt us really, really bad. Yep. And you look at the West, sorry, the East, and they basically have the same amount of teams with uh, less games, but it does it's not directly impacting those teams that are going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe with Charlotte. Um, and Miami, 
but those teams have two extra games and are four points out of the playoffs and five points out of the playoffs. And they have extra games. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just annoying. That's my bad for this week. I know we've talked about it before, but that's my bad. Love it. Love it. Hit me with your ugly. My ugly um, goes to a team that also uh, was at one point in the playoff standings and has since dropped out. Uh, And that would be Toronto. Uh, Toronto had a pretty miserable week uh, losing to Miami 4-0 and then also losing to... I lost it. I had it. There it is. Losing to NYCFC 3-0. And in doing so, becoming the first team to be eliminated from playoff contention uh, and only slightly being edged out in the uh, wooden spoon by Colorado. Um, only reason that they are being edged out by Colorado is Colorado has played one more or has one more game to play. So um, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, but Toronto gets my ugly. They've had a, a pretty terrible season, uh, especially as of late. Two really bad games. Anytime you go negative seven in a weekend, it's uh, not good. So that's my ugly. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I assume when you said that they were in playoff talk, uh, you were either referring to week two or uh, two years ago. (laughs) I'm I'm assuming it was one of those uh, because they only have four wins this year, so I don't think anybody's been talking about Toronto being in the playoffs this season at all. Um, Well, at the beginning of the season, people were hyping hyping them up a lot. I mean, yeah, I guess. Why, I don't know. Yeah, they've only won four games. I don't when was their last win? Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's uh, been looks like they beat Philly. Of course, of course, it was Philadelphia. It has to be one of the good teams that they beat. Uh, about four <laughs> games ago, they beat Philly. Otherwise, just a yeah. whole string of losses. Yeah. Yikes. It's not been good. Yeah. Well, good. I don't like Toronto, so <laughs> I don't mind uh, them sucking. Yeah, fair but enough. But you mentioned it, so let's transition to my ugly. Yes, sir. Colorado Rapids. <laughs> and <laughs> mine's a little bit more specific because my ugly is our entire experience at Dick Sporting Goods on Wednesday. That's fair. Because we did yeah. go to that MLS game. Yeah, Rapids versus did. Seattle. Mm-hmm. It was just an awful game. <laughs> I mean, the second it, half was better. Mm-hmm. And we did get more action on our end of the field than we thought because we sat next to the mm-hmm. supporters, which was part of what was disgustingly bad. Yeah. Um. It's just everything. I've been to Dick's Sporting Goods a couple times before. Dick's Sporting Goods mm-hmm. Park. Sorry, I've also been to Dick's yeah. Sporting Goods, but they're not sponsors, That's so true. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you my opinion of them, um, Good. unless they want to be, and then I will. Um, but like, we pulled up, and I'm like, this park looks like. My wife said it best. She said it looks like a community park when you're pulling up <laughs> with a screen. Yeah. Like if the screen wasn't there, it would literally just look like a community park. Yeah, And then exactly. I'm like, yeah, I think it kind of looks like a high school football field because of the mm-hmm. screen. It's like, oh, cool, they have a screen. Then you get in, it's just so, it's very underwhelming. Their field does look great, yeah. but it's easy to go grass Credit in Colorado. To the grounds crew. So, yeah, um, exactly. Their field looks great, but then mm-hmm. there's like 16 people in the crowd. Their supporter mm-hmm. section filled like four rows. Um, we couldn't hear any of them because the drums were louder than the people. Yeah. And the guy who was capoing was, like, desperately needed a throat lozenge. Yeah. Yeah, that man needed a Ludens, also not a sponsor. <laughs> um, but, I don't know, it just, Seattle also didn't look good. 
So that was what yeah, we were but... not expecting. We figured Seattle would look better. Yeah, um, for sure. But, man, I don't know. It was just kind of a lame overall experience. Second half was mm-hmm. better. We did get three goals. Um, Some pretty decent ones, but... We did. Overall, that's my ugly. It was a boring game, and I've been to multiple games there, and they're all like yeah. that. So, <laughs> it's I don't know. Yeah. Something about Colorado. I know we have some people that listen that live in this state with me, so I don't want them to feel offended in any way, though the people that listen are Sportings fans, so hopefully... They will agree yeah. with me. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll say it. The Colorado Springs switchbacks environment is way better than the Rapids. Their whole yeah. environment, their whole crowd, their whole everything, way better than the Rapids. So, And they're a USL yeah. team. So. I can imagine. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I mean, the the stadium was empty. There was nobody was, like, making much noise. Um, everything about it was just bad. Um the loudspeakers were quiet. The supporter section was weak. Um, the loudest chant I think we heard the entire night was whenever they started chanting Gripke out. Gronky out, but um, yeah. Gronky out, my bad. Yeah. Um, that was the loudest chant we heard, and it lasted for like two seconds, and then everybody forgot what they were doing again. Yeah. So completely agree. I uh, uh, Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, well, what can you do? What can you do? All right, let's preview next week. Yep. we got a tough one coming. Yeah, tough, 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 tough one. Another tough one. Mm-hmm. We are going to St. Louis to play them for our third and final time this year. Yeah, to decide the series, mm-hmm. to decide the capital, soccer capital of America. Like we actually need a game to decide that. <laughs> um, and to decide if we're going to make the playoffs or not. Because we need, because yeah. we need the points at this point. Yep. We could exactly. maybe survive with a lo- with it, not a loss, a tie, depending on. What other teams do? We're only one point out right now, but yeah. And honestly, I guess technically, even if we lose, if Dallas and San Jose also lose, we should be okay. Either way, St. Louis sixteen five and ten. They are first in the West. A few things: Mm -hmm. they have had three draws and a two to one win since we played them back on nine two September second, and we did beat them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm curious if maybe there's any sort of them thinking about letting their foot off the gas a little bit so that they're a little more rest and refreshed for the playoffs. Um, They are eight points clear of second in LAFC, who only have one more game to play than them. So I Mm -hmm. don't believe, let's see, so LAFC has four games left, so they could still get first place. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's not clinched yet. No, but... You know, at this point, you're in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. So may, maybe they're going to start to consider it. I would bet, I would almost bet that Kansas City is not the game where they're going to start doing that. <laughs> um, yeah. Because of our rivalry That's my thought. and all that stuff. But Yeah. I would say they're going to take the foot off the gas next week. They're not doing it against their new rival. Yeah. Um, they are going to be especially because we won the last game. If they won the last game and the series was already in hand, then maybe, yeah. But the fact that they um, have the series to win, they have bragging rights to win for the entire um, off season, there's no way they're taking the gas off the, the foot off the gas this week. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts? So, what are your predictions? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I'm terrified. Uh, I mean, like you said, we can maybe get away with the draw. Um, but honestly... 
I I know mathematically it isn't this way, and I've been saying this for a long time. I know it's not mathematically this way, but we have to win these last three games or four games. Three games? We have three. Yeah. Three games. We have to win the last three games to stand a chance. Considering the number of games that the other teams have in hand on us, um, we have to give ourselves the best chance to succeed. We can't rely on other teams to lose. So at this point, these are all must-wins. Um, and I'm terrified because St. Louis looks really scary. We're going to be in their stadium where we did really, really bad last time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not feeling good. So you're looking at me because you want to score. Um, uh, honestly, 3-1 to one, St. Louis. 3-1 to one STLSC. I'm gonna just. I'm just think. I'm just gonna start calling them alphabet. There you go. So There's a lot of letters. A few things very quickly because I wanted to look this up, forgot, and then just remembered that I was gonna look it up because I think it's important to note these things. Okay. So, like I said, when we were talking about can we get away with a draw or maybe even potentially a loss, it really does depend on other teams how they do. Of course, of course. We do have on Wednesday FC Dallas. Is playing Philadelphia. So there's a decent yes. chance that they lose that game, and that would help us out quite a bit. It would. Uh, Vancouver, another team that we are chasing, unfortunately on Wednesday, play Colorado. <laughs> um, but they are not the yeah. primary team we're chasing anyway. They're three points ahead of us. Uh, there's two other teams, San Jose and FC Dallas. So, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, let's mm-hmm. see here. And then on Saturday, FC Dallas play on short rest. They play Houston in Houston. Right. So potentially, that could be back-to-back losses. Sure, could be. Now, unfortunately, on Saturday, we've got Minnesota United versus San Jose. So that's kind yeah, of worst-case scenario. We really need mm-hmm. that to be a draw. Yes. I would say... She's just trying to think about, like, if somebody has to win, do we prefer San Jose, who's three points ahead of us, to win over Minnesota, who's only one point behind us? Um, I guess then at that point it depends on how we do it with St. Louis, you know? Yeah, I think we prefer, if one of them has to win, I think we prefer San Jose. Yeah. Um, mainly because we control a little bit of destiny with when it comes to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, we still have the chance to beat them one more time. Um I think San Jose is not going to be our competition for the last playoff spot. I think it, um, FC Dallas. I, I think it comes. I think the last playoff spot comes down to Dallas, us, or Minnesota. I agree. Um, I think. I think those, those are the competitors for the last playoff spot. I think at this point, unless there's just a complete meltdown, um, by Vancouver or San Jose, you're right. Mm-hmm. We need to really focus on FC Dallas and Minnesota. And maybe yeah. pay a little bit of attention to Austin, but yeah, as long maybe. as we can win our games, Austin should be shouldn't be a factor. Which we have to win our games anyway. So as long as we win our games, Austin right. shouldn't be a factor. Um, Correct. I'm trying to scroll ahead a little bit here to October fourth on Wednesday. That's the next round of games here. We've got Vancouver plays St. Louis. FC Dallas plays Colorado. Unfortunate there. Um, looks like Minnesota does not play on that Wednesday. And then October 7th, which is our next week, we've got RSL 
And then Dallas plays San Jose, so that could be a good one where mm-hmm. uh, we want San Jose to win at that point. Yeah, especially, yeah. yeah. So I think we want San Jose to beat Minnesota, especially since San Jose later plays FC Dallas, and we're definitely going to want them to win that game. So Yeah. Uh, who does Minnesota play this week? LA Galaxy. Uh, LA Galaxy mm-hmm. that's playing really well. So That is true. They're right playing now. pretty well, so, so that's scary. Yeah, I, man, I don't know. I mean, I think if we draw, we can still... I think if we draw, we're not in a horrible spot. We're not in a great spot, but we're not in a horrible spot. If we lose, we're not in a great spot. Um, yeah. Still not out of it because we are so close. Um, I just look at the situation. I know that we've got too many games, or there's too many teams that have too many games in hand on us. Um, we do not control our own destiny, not even by a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, nine points in the last three games does not guarantee us anything. That's true. Um, That's true. And so... I, we have to give ourselves the best chance because we cannot rely on teams winning the right games. We cannot rely on other teams losing ahead of us. Um, and so, I mean, we have to come away with nine points, seven points at the absolute minimum. Um, but that even then, I, I think anything less than wins at this point is bad. Yeah, I agree. So, and perhaps this conversation that we're having right now is better for af- for next week's episode after we know how Dallas does in these two games and how we do against St. Louis um, because then we'll have a better feel because then, you know, if we go out and we tie St. Louis, but Dallas loses both of these games this week, like we are looking and hope they do, Mm -hmm. then we're sitting in a better spot than we are right now because then we can look at and be like, okay, we got a point, but Dallas lost. So we're good. If Dallas goes out and wins both those games and we get a tie, then we're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> right. So yeah, for sure. Either way, I'm gonna stick with my confidence here. I'm gonna okay. try. I'm sticking with their fight. We've been playing well lately. I'm going three-two Sporting in St. Louis. St. Louis can take their stupid ravioli head costumes and piss off until the playoffs. When we'll Only probably play them in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that is that is the thing is that if we squeak our way into the playoffs, we have to play the wild card game. Yep. Uh, if we win the wild card game, or yeah, single wild card game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we win the wild card game, then we have a best of three series against St. Louis waiting for yep. us. So, do I think we can beat St. Louis uh, in a best of three series? Well, we're gonna find out on Saturday because yeah, <laughs> this will be it. Um, I think there is zero chance that we win a best of three series against a really motivated St. Louis team. Now, I wouldn't say zero. Um, sure, of course not. Sorry. Because it's MLS, and they do have some injuries, um, and we're still us. Sure. Uh, plus, if we win the next three, plus a wild card mm-hmm. game, so now we're looking at five wins in a row going into the, going into that three-game series, right. playing a team who has been resting for a little bit. You never know. Yeah. You never know. You do never you know. You just never know. So but we'll cross yep. that bridge when... When we get there, you're more realistic. Or you're more uh, realistic than you. I know. Than I am. <laughs> Whatever you say, Steve. Quick point update because I got two points last week. Mm-hmm. Eleven to five. Uh, this is pretty much over. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's fine. You could run the table and catch me. So it is mathematically possible that I could tie. Yeah, it. you could. You could tie it, and then we would go to playoffs. Although. Um, uh, we probably wouldn't make the playoffs if you ran the table because that would include us losing this game. So, right. 
Yeah. Chances correct. are there will be no playoffs, and we would end in a tie, which would honestly be really lame. You know, if we get through an entire <laughs> season and we both end with 11 points, I'd be like, wow, we suck at this. Listen, if I come back from six points down, uh, I think I've been down by seven points. Um, if I come back from six points down to tie it at the very end, uh, that's a win for me. Yes, so, that's fair. Uh, yeah, 100%. I am more than happy with that result. Now, to so. be fair, I would never let that happen. Sure. Not in a million years. Yeah, because you make me pick first every time, which gives you the strategic advantage. Yep, and I would never let that happen. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be picking second the last two games. I'll, no, I'll tell you I'll tell you what right now. If it comes down to that in the last game for sure, I will send you my pick off air <laughs> before I make it. Before you tell deal. me yours, so that way you know. Okay. All right. Deal. That way we can make it fair. Deal. You got it. Awesome. Let's get these people out of here. We appreciate you guys you going it. on this journey with us and listening. We didn't talk about Messi this episode, so it's going to be hard to put him in the title. Um, but, hey, we just did. But I just did. So um, hey. maybe the title will literally just be we don't talk about Messi in this one. Um, we'll see. Hit us up on Twitter, PTW underscore pod, on Facebook, Paint the Wall Podcast. And our Gmail is paintthewallpodcast at gmail.com. We would appreciate your feedback if you guys would be so kind as to shoot it over towards us. Also, any ratings you want to throw us on Spotify, that would be cool too. We appreciate it. As always, Logan, I appreciate you. Appreciate you, Steve. Everybody have a good week. See you guys. See you guys.